Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Please get in touch with your survivor stories or thank you letters. You can reach us at contact at whydoyouthink.com or on Instagram at emily underscore lang underscore UK. Hello and welcome to Why Do You Think You've Got No Friends? My name is Emily Lang. I'm an actress, writer, singer, codependent, returning from rock bottom and a gratefully recovering addict. And this is the podcast where we aim to rid the shame. The highs and lows and deadly blows that ultimately led us to the lessons that we never knew we needed to learn, but are so grateful that we did. And I am so excited this week. I am so goddamn excited. My guest today is none other than comedic superstar Harry Trevaldwin. So when I invite guests on my podcast, I make it very clear that their why do you think you've got no friends moment does not have to be a terrible, full-on, breakdown, apocalyptic thing. It can just be a blip, something weird that happens, something that we reflect on later and realize it carried so much more weight and maybe represented a wide plethora of stuff that happened to be going on. The little moments that may be forgotten stick with us and can teach us a lot about ourselves, potentially. Harry and I are discussing all this and more today. Okay, so it is 2016. <laughs> big, big year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, all the things that happened in 2016. We've got some golden moments of British TV, lest we forget. I think. I think. Probably. I think I definitely. Year. Wasn't that when David Bowie died and, and Celebrity Big Brother? Matt, that may have been when all things started again. Because I feel like before, because that was also like Brexit, I feel before that point, the news was like, <laughs> this is a sweeping statement <laughs> very early on. But I feel the news was like fairly fine. And then every celebrity started dying and then everything. And maybe my moment was actually the... <laughs> 
the straw that broke the camel's back. 2016, the year of hell when everything changed. There isn't before and there is no after. It usually yeah. centers around 2016. But we are in the summer of 2016. It is summer. Mickey has joined the chat, everybody, already. It is summer and we are based in Oxford. And in this moment, Harry, why do you think you've got my friends? <laughs> As as I'm looking at myself in the reflection of the mirror at Tony and Guy, it makes perfect sense to me why I've got no friends. Um, so what happened was I had left university um, recently. I was a recent graduate, mm-hmm. and I, I had like very high expectations about what was well, basically what the rest of my life was going to look like. Mm. Zero idea of what it was going to be, mm. but just lofty expectations. And I felt that one of the things that was holding me back was um, my dirty blonde hair. <laughs> and, and so I had dabbled with home dyeing before. Um, and then but I thought, you know what? I was working at a hotel to earn money to go to Fringe and to live in London. Mm-hmm. And the tips were great. And I was like, I'm going to use this tip money and I'm gonna, I'm gonna get my hair like professional. I'm gonna get it a, a little bit lighter. I'm gonna get it a little bit lighter. And I went there and I immediately was just so embarrassed about when they were asking. I treated going in there as if someone had like forced me to do it as a prank. And <laughs> I'd actually also, I relate to that yeah, so I was much. like, oh, someone, someone made me like book this appointment. Yeah. And, I, I also was so embarrassed that I like hadn't even really told any of my friends that I was doing it as if it was like this big thing. But I basically thought if I dyed my hair, everything would change mm-hmm. and that I think lots more things would make sense to me. Mm-hmm. And I went in there and I remember she was asking me what I wanted and I was saying, oh, I think I'd like her, like, you know, a little bit, a little bit lighter. Um, and then immediately kind of backtracked, I was like, but not too light, you know, just <laughs> natural bit lighter. Um, so that highlighted and she's like, okay, okay. So basically went back on track for myself, which this must have been so difficult for her. Mm. I wasn't asking her really to do anything. <laughs> and I guess I wanted her to see me, you know, that's what I was really asking for. And I had my like complimentary peppermint tea and eventually she was like, okay, well, what we can do to make it really, really natural is we can mm. give you some highlights and then we can also give you some lowlights. Mm. And I was like, that, that sounds amazing. Mm. Perfect. Mm. Great. And we began that process and I got my hair cut in the meantime, short back and sides. Um, the cut of 2016. The sure. cut of 2016. <laughs> and I would say generally, unless you're very strict with a the barber, they'll, they'll give you that whether you want it or not. Even if you've like asked for directions, they'll give you a short back and sides. And then I was there for about two hours and I just loved, I was taking like very furtive photos of myself with hair foils in. Mm-hmm. It was exciting. Yeah. And then like- Is this the first time you'd like dyed, like had it done? Done. Right, this is the first okay. time I'd ever had it done. Yeah. And because I was basically waiting for the point where I was like forced to have my hair dyed. Mm. Like they'd be like, you have to do it for this huge role. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I'd be forced to do it. And I'd be like, oh, and even if it looked <laughs> bad, I'd be like, oh, I had to for <laughs> this huge job. But, but that wasn't happening because I did it for my, my bad job at the hotel. And yeah, and then after like two, two, three hours, I'm now trying to remember how long it takes. It takes a while. It's I like, haven't, I've never dyed my hair. Oh, oh God. <laughs> this story, this story is going to be totally lost on you. This is going to be way over your head. Make it relatable. <laughs> Please make it relatable. <laughs> anyway, so I'm going to say two, three hours. Yeah, I reckon it is. Because it was, and it was highlights and lowlights. And I yeah. feel like science dictates that surely you can't do that at the same time. That's surely that's going to be a two part process. Be, right? 
And then as the photos were taken out, I was like, oh, it looks, um, it looks dark, but like it's wet still. And then she dried it and it, it was exactly the same. It was exactly, as in there wasn't, you would never, ever, ever been able to tell that my hair had just been dunked in water and then dried. To the extent that even she was like, yeah, maybe, maybe be a bit adventurous, a bit more adventurous <laughs> next time. And I'd saved, I think it was like 90 quid. And I just remember just like, like staring at myself in the mirror, so you can't help but, which is very confronting anyway. And just being like, look what you've done, look what you've done. Like you've <laughs> made this, you, this is meant to be the start of your new life with like slightly blonder hair and you've made a mockery of it. And I just remember being like, this feels heavy. This feels heavy. And I knew that there was a metaphor there, but I honestly didn't have the energy to work out what it was. I have in time oh, now figured it out. My God, this is just so brilliant. How shall I do I seem? Okay, I'm great. It's like the biggest travesty in my life no. <laughs> that I got highlights and lowlights really, at the same time. I was tired to think of the most painful thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Harry, by the way, you can't, he is shaking. He is shaking like a leaf. <laughs> she need to stop recording for a minute. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I, I need to do something. Honestly, but it is so relatable. There was a good, good chunk of time where my entire identity was based around whether I had a fringe or not. Well, may I say that I feel not having dyed your hair is an identity in and of itself. If you haven't dyed your hair, that's as much as an identity as getting dip dyed. But it's because... The reason I haven't done my hair is because a lot, uh, there are a f few people, my mother included, who've gone, you've got a very original hair colour, which is, I believe you'd call it auburn. Yeah, that's what everyone wants now, by the way. So just count yourself very I count, I really do count myself. I don't want you to kind of swing past that and think, I guess it's auburn. But there was a really long time, it's not, it's never something I really thought about, but there was like a period of time when I had my first agents and that's just like, mm, I'm, I'm probably going to be famous. Like, <laughs> This is probably the most, the most likely thing to happen. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm probably going to be famous. I don't know why people think this is so hard. Like, it's really <laughs> very achievable. <laughs> if you have an interesting hue. <laughs> and I did a job at Chichester and they wanted to dye my hair blonde and, and my agents were like, no, no, you cannot touch her hair. And fuck me, I felt special. Yeah, we, we do not touch her hair. We do not nice. touch her hair. I was like, oh my gosh, the amount of care they have. But this, this thing is so relatable because it stands for so much It stood for, I, the, the, the weight that I put on this poor, poor junior stylist mm. at Tony and Guy. <laughs> like if, I, if she knew, she would have buckled. It was staggering how much like of my life's potential I put into her little like hair thinning scissors. This is how I don't understand the people are tattoo artists. Oh my god, no! It's like my idea of hell is being asked to suggest a movie. I remember when I was in Edinburgh Fringe, um, I, we were, it was just, we were, uh, very weird timings. I remember one time, I like, we, we were watching films and I loosely suggested a film. And they started watching it and immediately it was like this weird fight or flight thing, which I didn't either, but just like went into my room and cried. <laughs> and I just, I just, I think one person said something like, Oh, oh, something like this at one point in the film like maybe even exhaled not with maybe just breathed and I just remember being like 
like I like took my breath away, like how upset I was. And I, I think I also like realised later, I was like, that may be indicative of <laughs> a larger Such issue. Big, it's really going on for me because that it's that thing. I do it too. I still yeah. do it. If I suggest a film to someone, I'm like, you got you have taken your evening to yeah. to go on my suggestion. And rather than watching this film, I will be my energy will oh, be yeah. here. It's actually exhausting. <laughs> it's so tiring. Are you enjoying this? Are you fucking you enjoying this? Yeah, yeah, unless I get like a an absolute otherworldly response of being like, you've changed my life. I'm always going to be disappointed. <laughs> so, <laughs> really. And also, it like, it encourages such a stressful dynamic. So I think my friends all know that that's kind of my vibe. Um, and so it just like, obviously creates such a horrible, horrible dynamic. And you're only like, liking it. The amount of tension surrounding this Yeah, thing. and just being like, that kind of like, it's good. It gets good in a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really, it's, it's kind of like, it's silly. You just it? make excuses for it the whole thing. Yeah. Like, it's a real slow burner. I do, the, I do this every single time yeah. I suggest my mum watch something. I'm like, just get, get, what, what, just get through the, the first bit and then like, try and find like, nuances in it that maybe someone else hadn't spotted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's like, like you really listen. It's like the same with the song, like you really listen to the lyrics and I'm like, I never do. And, and then you just like, the lyrics will be like, yeah, baby girl, baby girl, yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh God. <laughs> God, I'm a vlog to dead house at this point. Yeah, yeah, the girl, the girl, yeah, yeah. Which is normally one of my favourite songs, though. No, I just listen. Yeah, actually, he's talking about his baby girl. And it's kind of beautiful. It's kind of amazing if you let it be. Oh, oh Jesus, like, I just, I, I love this moment. Because it is just, I think it's something that so many of us can relate to. I think it speaks volumes that you didn't tell anyone that you no. could it. Honestly, I actually, to this day, this may be some of the first time that my friends hear about it. <laughs> also because nothing happened. I was like, well, that that cool memory didn't happen. And it's, yeah, it's stuck with me through every big decision I've ever made. Fucking, that wasn't the, I thought that that was going to be like the first day of the rest of my life. Yeah. And instead it was just like another day. Yeah. Another day in Oxford, Tony and Guy. But it's just, it's so funny. And it is something that we do so much. I do it when, um, I did it the other day when I went to the, like, the cafe around the corner, which is really lovely. And I've been there so many times. And I bought, um, the, a bit of babka. Oh, yeah, yeah. Lovely. Yeah. But for some reason, in the moment when I bought it, I panicked and went, it's for my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Why the yeah, fuck did I, I do that? I totally understand that just like, and then you just get yourself into like a web of lies yeah. and it just, it really... It's really yeah. weird. But it's that thing of like walking in and going, oh God, like I've basically been afraid. I've been told to go and do this. It's like, it's not a thing. Yeah. And just making excuses for it because of the amount of pressures on it. Also the but fact that they don't, they do not care. They don't They absolutely up. don't care. Like, truly not at all. And yeah, I'm just like... <laughs> Everyone's waiting for my response. And how, <laughs> how I'm gonna, how I'm gonna sell this? And I remember essentially like being in foils and then catching, catching eyes of someone and being like, Ugh, like rolling my eyes <laughs> as if like someone, someone's making me do uh, this. Another day of the And oh god, oh, twist my arm, fine. Here I am. What happened? So. After that moment, and I just love that sort of like slide that she gave you of going, you know, just be a bit more efficient. Yeah, it did. It felt. It felt. I'm going to say it felt like an equal, equal parts my fault and her fault. Mm. But by the end of it, 
through her encouragement, it felt entirely my fault. Mm. And I feel she could have been more like, <laughs> we're going to do this together. <laughs> And we're going to like to know a little bit more. Do you think more. we can suggest, like, maybe just, like, she, you, she is the professional here. She is the professional, and I gave her no direction. <laughs> so, really, the actually, to be honest, the only way I would have left sort of happy is with what she did, <sighs> which is essentially, like, it's almost like she pretended to dye my hair because she knew where I was at emotionally. <laughs> and maybe she did. Maybe she did. I've got no idea. I didn't feel any... <laughs> burning I didn't like it's like when a child like gets like a toy hoover yeah it felt a little bit like that yeah but I don't know and then what happened so you sat and then you got up what happened directly after that do you remember well I think I had to go to work and I I think I remember just like I'd like prepared obviously all these lines about how my hair had got lighter and I was like I don't have to say those now but what if they noticed that it's a little bit different? Mm. And a bit, I mean, nothing. It was so, it was such an anticlimax that I think, I, and also because I found it very stressful going there. Mm. I think it was, it's just like, nothing happened and I was a bit tired. <laughs> and then I had to do like quite a long shift and I was like, well. <laughs> but I tried it many times at that same time. I also dyed my eyebrows darker. Did you? Yeah. And that did work. And then I obviously immediately regretted it mm. so, so much. Mm. I was like Googling how to get rid of dye. <laughs> and it's just again. Oh like, my God, I love it. Yeah, I was just like, I remember, then I remember one, like, one very sweet receptionist at the hotel, sort of like lacklustre, sort of said, yeah, it looks a bit like Cara Delevingne. And I was like, Cara Delevingne? <laughs> she is very really? pretty. Really? <laughs> And I was like, no, I do quite like it. No, I do quite like it. Yeah, it was just like, kind of like, I guess it was just like trying to make these big changes and then forgetting that I so quickly get embarrassed by everything. Less so now, mm. but then was people. But it's, it's bonkers, isn't it? And it happens time and time and time and time again. And I still do it. I'm still do. I'm still, I'm wearing stripes right now, but if I'm like, oh God, if I wear that Breton striped top, then I'm, I'm going to be an entirely different person. Oh yeah, but then, but you do that with like, if I watch a, Normally, if I watch a TV show, ideally with like a Julia, a Julia Roberts vehicle, yeah. I'll then completely change my wardrobe or find the pieces of my wardrobe yeah. that feel like her characters, and I'll do that for a little bit, and that's always fun. Yeah, no, no, yeah. that will fix it. That'll, 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 that'll fix it all. That will, that will, that will just. Uh, at the moment, I'm at the space where I think getting a cross body bag that can fit my laptop and my water bottle, and everything will be fixed. Yes, but. I don't think they exist because my laptop's quite big. <laughs> so I'm destined for failure like on that one. Like no, I don't think they do want a satchel. <laughs> Sorry, I thought that was very undefensive. <laughs> I actually don't want a satchel. <laughs> What a crossbody bag. Yeah, but like, like the ones that... Like the, the Uniqlo ones. Oh yeah. yeah, they're called a bag, bag you. Bag you? Bag you. I'm sure they are because yeah. my friend sent me a link and I think I want that one mm. but it's just, it just doesn't work with my lifestyle. <laughs> My lifestyle is a <laughs> I just would love to not have something in my back for a little bit. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah. Like, you, you want to get rid of it. I was saying that. I have now become this person. My my cat, who you're all familiar with, has now gotten a little bit bigger. And he doesn't fit in his Which is not, not a good thing, not a bad thing. Not it's, good thing. it's a beautiful thing. Do you know, we're, we're not commenting on either a negative or positive No, fashion. no, no, no. It's like, it, it, it has changed. <laughs> It's part of life. It's just we all change. Change is the only constant. Yeah, this part is sponsored by Dove. <laughs> <laughs> I need a 
terrible. Um, but he's gotten too big for his Gary case, and I'm going to take him to the vet tomorrow. And I was like, oh, okay, and went online and found a backpack that is a cat. Oh, I've seen those. Yeah. Yeah, and they've got a little window now. Have you got one? <laughs> yeah, I think that's an amazing idea because you get to be curious. You, you maybe get like some adoring looks on the tube, ideal. Honestly, I've never been treated better than when I had my crutches on the tube. It was, ah. Oh. When I had my crutches, I kept them for longer. Yeah, but I, I felt like a me. member of society, <laughs> more so than I ever have done before. So seen. Yeah, and also I was so gracious when people like, let me on first. I was like, I was basically like Anne Hathaway in Princess Diaries, but when, she, but when she's being very good for Genovia. Um, like, you know, when she goes to see the little girl who goes like, I'm too little, too piccola. Mm. And you think, I'm talking about, the sorry, Princess Diaries too. too. Yeah, yeah, of course. Not for many years, but yes, I am familiar. But, and, and Abigail Breslin plays that little girl. <laughs> I had no idea she was Genovian. No idea. It's amazing what I know. <laughs> Her accent coach. It's she incredible. So versatile. Anyway, so that, that's how I acted when I had crutches. Just like very gracious. And if someone was like, oh, you go first, I'd be like, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. A little bit Oliver Twist vibes, but like <laughs> somewhere between Abigail Breslin and <laughs> No, Anne Hathaway interacting with Abigail Breslin in Princess Doris 2. <laughs> and Oliver Twist <laughs> was a mad eye. Oh, yeah. Making myself slightly smaller. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, sir. <laughs> Oliver's so grateful. <laughs> Tiny Tim maybe was a little bit as well. Oh my god. Oh my god. It is. I always. I don't know why this is coming into my head, but I always. I always say that I really enjoy superlatives. I really like it when it's really hot, when it's really cold. Okay. Because we're all in this like weird collective thing of everyone being very hot. Yeah, and we're like we're all feeling the same. Yeah. So often in times when 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 I was on crutches years back, and when like when something's happened, I we did like cherish that moment. Wait, but like... isn't but do you see, <laughs> do you see yourself on crutches as a collective moment? <laughs> I, I, I sprained my ankle and it was kind of a movement. But I really clear. By the way, I don't. I don't not see that. I see me myself with my broken knee as a like a time marker for all of my friends' lives. Mm, mm, mm. As being like, oh, and that's when Harry had crutches yes. and we had to interact I am at the end when when I wasn't where they just um interacted with each other more somberly. <laughs> And I don't want to be proven on the one. done with a certain amount of reverence. Which is, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah when like my wings eclipse, yeah. societies are as well. Oh boy, oh boy are they. Absolutely. How did, how, why are you on crutches? Like just, oh just my God, fun. it was, it's actually, it was amazing. Was it really bad? Okay, it, was, it, it was like small, but my reaction to it was just fabulous. It was so like, <laughs> Sounds familiar. it was, so it was um, in my heydays of drinking and I, uh, I was coming out of my friend's garden at about 2am okay. and I remember I was, <laughs> it's very specific, I was wearing a skirt of a length that I am not accustomed to. It was like a what midi skirt. Like, okay, like a okay, midi. a midi skirt. And I never do that. I'm like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> And so I was already like, I've made quite a bold choice in my apparel, sure, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Like, and people have been like, oh, that's not a very Emily thing to wear. So already, oh like, my god, I the way that would get my tackles <laughs> up is unbelievable. I'm like, you've never known me. <laughs> but I've really gone like, I've made a choice 
okay, this isn't me, but you know, I'm probably trying to find a new identity. Yeah. Um, and so I, I did the bi-weekly. I went, so I was like, bye, everybody. There were quite a lot of people in this garden. And I, as I was leaving, slipped on something. I believe it was a flower pot. And went, oh, no. went to the ground so hard. And falling over in front of a group of people is one of the most human things oh. you can do. Oh, boy, yeah. Oh, horrendous. And especially... Because you've just said goodbye, you've basically, you've basically been like, everyone look at me, and I'll watch while I do the slapstick fall. And the worst thing was, is that I, I remember lying there for, for a moment going, if I just stay still, no one will see me. <laughs> and I heard my friend laugh, and then feet running towards me, going like, oh my god, are you okay? Which is oh, the worst, yeah. which is the worst. And I got up and was like, I was like, laughed up and was like, this is Lol. hilarious. <laughs> Steve and me, oh my god, are crazy. And then was like, <laughs> walked out completely normally. There was an Uber outside waiting for me to stay with her. Got on the Uber and literally, like a child, went, <laughs> Oh my god. I said, so, that, 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 I, do you know, like, the worst thing that happens is when, do you know when, like, you fall and you, like, it kind of wins you and you make, like, kind of, like, complete, and you can't help you just make these really, like, animalistic sounds. They did it, again, I'm doing such huge references, they did it in an episode, Courtney Cox did it amazingly in an episode of Cougar Town. <laughs> she, but honestly, I was just like, that's her. It's like when you go, <laughs> and you're just because <laughs> it wins you and you're falling and you're embarrassed, and then you're embarrassing yourself by making these like crazy sounds. I've had that. At least you played it off, but then it was But broken, then, like, or? so basically, so I got, an, and it was literally like, like a child and I didn't look at it, I didn't look because it really fucking hurt is my knee. And it was I was like, fuck, fuck, oh my this really hurts. And I got back to my flat where my boyfriend at the time was awake and doing his thing. And um I what came he doing awake. He was he was always awake. Oh god, terrifying. <laughs> I was like 2am, I was like I've been think... awake at 2 a.m. like seven <laughs> Always awake. I came and he was playing PlayStation, and I came like a toddler. Went, I fell over, and um, he was like, he was like, oh, he's Scottish, so here we go. Imagine the arm reference. I was like, I'm excited for the episode. I came and sat down, and he lifted up my mini skirt that I wasn't accustomed to wearing. I'm like, oh, okay, um, right, uh, didn't you look down? Um, I'm just going to call 111. <laughs> okay. And I was like, 999. Yeah, I was, I was a little bit like, mm, that's rude, at least call 999. If you're going to call someone, call 999. <laughs> and I looked out and it was literally, I had never seen anything like it. My kneecap had gone into into a it was like a cone. Oh, wait, is it like, like almost like concave? No. no, no, it had gone like someone had stuck an ice cream cone on my knee. It was oh unlike God. anything I'd ever seen, and it was so it was so like sickening to look at. So I was like, this is wrong. What the fuck has gone on? And got hostile. Knee was fucked up. Got on crutches. Loved it. Yeah. Just loved every second of it. Loved that attention. And then, ironically, I was playing a runner in um, in a TV series. Oh no! No, but I did it. I still. Oh, did you it. did it? <laughs> yeah, I told them. I was like, oh, I'm fine. <laughs> so this is how professionals run. <laughs> Sometimes they cry when they run. <laughs> also, when I say when I say runner, I mean someone who is working at the BBC. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay, that's actually such a important thing to clarify. <laughs> so I was like, that's so dangerous. 
<laughs> I was just like, I was a runner. A runner is for anyone who doesn't know a runner is someone who... What, like, works on TV and it's like, do they, they kind of do everything? They, they do, do everything. everything. Yeah. They do everything. They're saints. Yeah. Um, so that was my experience. And I, but I very much enjoyed being on crutches for a period of time. And I also, I think it was in that period I went to go see Peter Ginn at the National and then went to the Green Room at the National and oh. was like on crutches and was very aware that like everyone was seeing us on crutches and stuff. But also, so. it's, it provides such like an easy conversation oh, start. Do you know what I mean? Started. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, the, I honestly, I really savoured having it just in terms of conversation. Mm. I was like, well, I can talk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I at least have something to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In like those early things. There was always like, something to talk about. Yeah. Like, thank God. I know. Um, it was this highlight experience. It's also, when we say, when you say highlight, it's also. Low light. <laughs> no, but it's just kind of beautiful that it was a highlight and a low light. And it's just, <laughs> And hand realised oh the, the potency of that word claim until you said it. The, the le- but I didn't get letters, crucially. Fine I think that's important to say. It's essentially like, like, it's like, yeah, we're actually too deep in the metaphor now. Oh, um, was there some inspiration? And I'm like, I'm going to get the, the name wrong. Mm-hmm. But was it inspiration for your, um, for your uh, pilot on Channel 4? No, but, but it's, I think it must be because I basically have had, I've, <laughs> which is all about you trying to get about highlights. It's about me trying to get highlights. <laughs> which again, like people, people write to me about such important things. <laughs> and I have made this entire podcast and the entire like channel for pilot <laughs> about my quest for like slightly lighter blonde hair. Um, no, it's because also when I was younger, so this is, this wasn't like, an isolated incident mm. and I've talked about this before but when I was younger and I was at school mm. and again like up all the way I would say up until 22 mm. my like primary emotion was embarrassment yes yeah and I it was the same thing where I'd like bought a nice and easy kit and I was like I'm gonna dye my hair so I just wanted to, I guess you, it's just that thing you just want like a change mm. but then you're so embarrassed about doing it mm. and I dyed my hair ash blonde which was the colour of my hair mm. and so it looked again exactly the same mm. except when it got wet it looked quite orange <laughs> and I, I lied to everyone <laughs> I lied to my family <laughs> I lied to my friends at school um, and <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've like doubled down on that lie within the last five years like did you dye your hair out <laughs> no Oh my god, no, it was so weird. And then I've just really taken saving the fact that my brother also wants to his hair and it was worse. Was it worse? It was so much worse because he used sun in <laughs> and his went like bright orange. And so if anyone like if the like if the spotlight went on me a little bit, I'd be like, Jack had everyone Jack had orange hair. I'd be like, thanks so much. <laughs> Wait, well, no! Yeah. Like, why are we why are we looking at me? My hair doesn't take <laughs> Just a dirty blonde trying to get a bath. <laughs> just dirty blonde doing the best girl. Yeah, just doing the best thing you can. My brothers made a decision once when they were, I reckon they must have been about 17 and 15, and they were like, we're going to do something wacky with our hair. Okay. I wasn't including them in this because I was never including them. <laughs> That's fine. You seem fine about it. It's really fine. <laughs> it's it's weird recap. power over <laughs> <laughs> It's quite remarkable. Plus surprise. Yeah, yeah. What was she doing? 
Um, but they went, and my eldest brother um, is a financial analyst, super, super bright, super like very straightforward, was always super academic at school. And by the way, he's so offended if I look called straightforward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, if someone said <laughs> If someone called me mild, it was like, yeah, she's all right. No, fuck you. It's like, go, go to hell. You don't know me at all. I've had my head hurts. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's like, <laughs> he's very straight-laced. Again, he was fine. You'll be fine with that. He knows it. Um, and my other brother, Jamie, who many of you know, is a quite eccentric, very, um, he's Jamie, he's a personality. And, um, and they were like, cool, we're gonna do something wacky. And Sander, my eldest brother, sat down in the chair first. And Jamie was like, oh, can you get like a big like, red mohawk, like striped on your head? Oh my God. And he was like, yeah, yeah, did it. <laughs> did it. It was, they'd done it and it went slightly diagonally. Oh, <laughs> off center, <laughs> asymmetrical mohawk. And it wasn't red, it was like, it was like a weird brown color. It was, it was, horrible. it was. What's that? All but. Uh-oh. You wanted to be you. Why couldn't you just say it? Why couldn't you just say it? Because you couldn't. You couldn't, so you did it, you did it like this. God, that toxic masculinity. Just to say, I like that she's got a rent twinge on her brunette hat. You can do it. You can do it. Because you respect you too much. Did it reduce me to my hair? Yeah, he's saying like the, oh, the Auburn thing, yeah. Great. It was right. I mean, he. It was like he kept the rest of it. It wasn't like they shaved yeah, yeah, yeah. it. It was blonde, dark brown, ash blonde. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, here and then this dirty, <laughs> oblong, weird stripe bang back his head. And Jamie had gone and like dyed his hair blue. Yeah. And they were really excited. And then Sandra got out of the chair. Jamie, having seen the clusterfuck that came out of his head, went, "Can you just like maybe just do the tits?" <laughs> Total cop out. I love that so much. Oh, can you do the tips like brown? Yeah, and it was literally like he had like. So you could then literally go like that, and just be like, and we're back to normal. And it was oh exactly that. And then Jamie freaked out about it so much that he dyed it back, whereas Alexander was stuck with a red mohawk. Oh my god! I would love it though if he still had the red mohawk and was like, this actually suits me perfectly. This is it. And mohawk was such a thing, it wasn't was, it? Yeah, big. It was, who made it a thing? I want to say it was someone like from NSYNC or something. Because Frosted Tips would definitely felt like of that vibe. It was like of that ilk. And I feel also you could kind of just do it because everyone just... Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. like... 
like add-on hair. Yeah. The boys did. And so you could kind of do it if oh. you got like your hands in some, God, I some matte putty. <laughs> And it was readily available over Christmas. They snap it in. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my god, I would go mad for a frosted tip and wear a nice one. And do you think they'd look cool now? I bet. Oh, because yeah. it's basically balayage, isn't it? No, no. Well, you explain your balayage. Balayage. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed at how much I know about the industry. I'm not really. It's yeah, an intricate <laughs> for that. Yeah. So balayage is meant to be. I don't, it's like hair painting. <laughs> Yeah, it's okay. hair for art, but I think it is kind of, and I might be completely wrong. I think it's almost like ombre. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, 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 no, I don't ombre was huge. Ombre was ombre was huge. huge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and I think it's kind of, I think it's basically like very natural, somewhere between ombre and highlights. Mm. Tony and Guy can contact me if I'm wrong on that. <laughs> I am available, but, to but I am available to get my head dyed <laughs> by you. <laughs> on film. <laughs> for charity. That's a trend. For charity. <laughs> if it gets to that. <laughs> but not necessarily. Oh my god, it's So wait, how how old were you when this happened? This so I would have been twenty one. Yes. 20, 21, 20, I think 21, 22, so I've just left uni. That's a big time. It's a big, big time. And it's yeah. like I think it felt <laughs> It felt like a very chaotic time. Yeah. And I was like, I need to reflect that by not dying my hair. <laughs> but what I wanted to do was think like, this is the next stage. Mm -hmm. And like, oh, yeah, I just needed to like cement that somewhat mm -hmm. visually. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it was a huge, I also got a little piercing up here that, that I since took out. Perfect. Um, and I went to this place called Tiger, Tiger Lily, which if anyone's done me, which I, I kind of doubt, it's very, which- Is it only the people in the know in Oxford? It's like barely there. It's underground Oxford. It's, it's, okay, what is the, um, the group of people that have like, um, almost fluorescent, Tubes out their hair. Do you know what I mean? Like I feel that's oh, a style. Like people like, who were like in Camden, like yes. back in the oh, day. Yeah. yeah. What like what is that called? Like rock punk. Punk. Rock. It's not steampunk. Yeah, maybe it's punk rock. <laughs> oh, that's punk rock. Was <laughs> <laughs> we'll it punk rock? But it was like punk rock. Um, fluorescent punk rock. Yeah, but like a little hint of future. Yes. Oh yeah. my god, big hint of future. Like yeah. as in, and it was basically. <laughs> That shot, mm. that was what it was. Mm. And <laughs> so intimidating. So intimidating. And they had lots of like masks and stuff like that. And I was like, I just want a little ring just here. And I just, I felt very, um, I felt very cat concerned in that shot. <laughs> That's and, such a good explanation. And yeah, I just felt so like prim. And I was like, hello. Um, just like, so it was a year of like huge shakes. I dyed my eyebrows, I didn't dye my hair crucially. Mm. And I got a little piercing here. <laughs> And I'm trying to think if I made any huge body mods. Uh, oh my god! I think that was it. I think that was the big three. It is, but it, I think that coming out of any, like coming out of university, when you're stepping into that next stage of life, I think there's a very, very common thing that people do. Yeah. I definitely. That's when I first got a, a, a bob. Okay. Huge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I since then grew it out to like to down by my way. Some of my hair has been all over the place. I've never died. <laughs> never died. But lengthwise, it's been up and it's been up. It's, it's been, been a road. Do you, do you now have any desire to dye your hair? If you're like, no. mix your identities now, someone else let their hair. And you'd actually, <laughs> you'd be lost for that, Matt. You'd just let them be like, it's for like a letter. That's, that's literally all I have there. Yeah. I, you and Julia more. <laughs>
But I'm, I'm not afraid to go on record. I'm not sure if I believe her. I don't know. Neil about Connie, is it Connie Fisher as well? You haven't watched American Horror Story. Oh my God, yes. Yeah. Oh wait, who just called it? Connie Fisher, she's in the first season. Yeah, right? she's the mum with the really long red hair. Long. And she always, she always says it's her natural colour. I thought the mum had blonde hair. And you know what? I know that you're saying Connie Fisher and seeing Laura Dern. Who doesn't? They're close when they see Laura Dern. I know when I came out of drama school, I, when I was about, um, I was 20, 21 when I graduated from drama school. God, so you went in so young. I was, oh like, my God. Dinky. Yeah. I was little. I'm sure that I wasn't that right. Let me tell you. Oh Lord. <laughs> the shit that I got up to that was just awful. Oh my God. Yeah. Because I imagine you went in... Because you went when you were 18 then? 19, I went when 19. I was 19, yeah. So then you went in for like the uni experience, yeah. but then like the whole process was like, we're gonna break you down. Yes. And you were like, I oh, no, I'm not ready. <laughs> oh, <laughs> freshest week. I'm a freshest week because I went to Guildhall, which is also in the music students and Okay, you would have been. Like, as in, it was such a, when I, so I was at regular uni, yeah. but lots of us wanted to go to drama school afterwards. Yeah. It was like, if we like knew someone that had gone to like a kill tour, it would be huge. Oh, it's huge. It'd be over for you guys. Yeah, basically. Oh my god, some of the most arrogant people in the world are first year drama school students. <laughs> <laughs> and then they get taught that they <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the level of arrogance I've seen when auditionees come into drama school and there are first year drama school students hanging around. Oh my nothing, god. But go yeah. like, oh my god, are you auditioning? <sighs> yeah, it's just sometimes it's just like, and sometimes it's not. <laughs> So I've gestured to myself, by the way, as being sort of like, oh, X Factor. <laughs> I still, yeah, at school, it was, it was akin to like X Factor when you were like in GCSE. Yeah. Was what I felt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, it was like, it was big and getting in was, was fucking huge. And, but then like coming out the, uh, the other side of it, when like your entire identity has been this, this thing, you like you, and they do, I mean, like I say, Freshers Week, Guildhall. I mean, I'm sure there was stuff going on. I saw mm. none of it. Yeah, I was there in my like leotard and tights. <laughs> sure, I was. I was there figuring out how tight I could make clothes. <laughs> Some exploratory time. My brother, my brother. The other day, Alexander and his wife Sophie both of my talks for yeah. Yeah, Sophie did history of art. Alexander did classics. And Landon Sanders was four years, and you know, he talked about all the essays, and he was like, Yeah, Sophie, Sophie did an essay once every couple of months, and she likes to pretend she got a degree. And I was like, I was a gorilla for a month, and I like <laughs> to pretend did I got a degree. Did you have to do essays? No! Okay, like, <laughs> even once, you just let that one pass. You're like, I mean, I studied English, and I did an essay about once a month, so. <laughs> that tells me the. Sophie pretended to get a degree. I literally, I sat, I, I did forward roles for an entire term and I like And you're them. very good at them now. Really to like a graded level, yeah. Like to the point when, like, so we, we progressed from diving from forward roles to diving forward roles. Oh, that actually sounds quite stressful. It was, I was really good at it. Okay. It was like my particular skill. Has it, has it, has it ever come up? <laughs> Have you tried to throw it into every single audition? <laughs> yeah, like that's actually like how I like to leave my character. <laughs> I leave them mid diving forward roll. I'm like, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, thanks so much. Yeah, it's like, oh, that's why I should put the crash mat there. Let's see. I need to possible the crash mat. Oh my god, but like, yeah, I mean, no, I, it, I have never once used it. 
Image is weird, other than... You should practice. I'm looking around now, but <sighs> it's... You know what? Don't practice. I'm too Just scared. Trust you can still like, do I can do... Like, I know I can do a cartwheel, but I, and I know I can do a fairly straight cartwheel, but yeah. yet, if I'm not in the space of, like... 100 meters, yeah. I would still be quite broke. I used to be really good at high jump. And then, I was really good at high jump. Really good at high jump. And then, you look like you would be good at high jump. Thank you so much. Um, it's because I am elegant. And <laughs> I will say, it's very elegant. Out of athletic sports, it's, it's probably the most elegant. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's very graceful. Ain't no shot put, okay? And, um, and yeah, I was really good. And then I remember, like, I say, sorry, also, I say really good. I was at school with, like, <laughs> There were tw like twenty people in my year, so it was. I was you were a shark in a little in terms of high jump. And then my, I just remember being really devastated. My my little cousin was like slightly better, and I was like, "Well, that's my identity ruined." That's like that's horrendous. Oh, it's absolutely horrendous. And he was like five years younger than me. Oh no! And then he was yeah, just like and he surpassed you being five years. Yeah, and weirdly, it still comes up quite a lot. Like I thought was both gone. And done so much life. <laughs> and yet, it still comes down to these two crucial elements. One, that he's better at high jump. And <laughs> who prefers balsamic vinegar? <laughs> we were very competitive but as children. Who is, who, is it him that's still clinging to it? Or no, well, <laughs> I kind of feel he doesn't need to because he's better. So yeah. I think, I don't know, I don't know who's clinging to it, but it definitely isn't over. <laughs> Maybe it's more our mums that are clinging to it. Like I said, if I if I maybe do something well, my auntie would be like, well, it was very good at that. <laughs> Have you seen that Harry's in this, he's in this new film with Pedro Pascal anyway? And Pascal's still... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that, mm, yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Freddie has the record at our small local school for high jump, so... I, I think he's doing fine. <laughs> you don't need to worry. Fine. Yeah, it's absolutely fine. Absolutely fine. Is anyone else in your family a performer? No, no, no. I had, um, yeah, it was, it was quite, uh, it was quite. Performer is such a broad statement. Yeah, well. yeah. I'm glad they accept that. Saying. <laughs> um, but no, I went quite. What is it? Left, left, not left, left wing. Left, left, left a field. Like is in. Yeah. Just like I, I went very different direction. I guess yeah. to um, most of my family. So yeah, I did. <laughs> didn't really feel like a job at all when I was like first trying to do it because we didn't really know anyone that did so it. Silly. Yeah, but I was just like I love, I love to get clapped. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll see. I'll see how I can keep that going. <laughs> How can I turn this into a stone cold gash? It's um, it is very funny because it feels it feels so so very silly. And one thing that Harry and I have discovered is that we both auditioned for Skins. Yeah. Um, Harry Which again is a huge touchstone of my personality. But Skins was like it defiant. Was, it, yeah. was, it was. I've actually realised I've actually talked more about not getting into Skins. <laughs> Don't I have about any professional project I've ever done. It's like, it'll work better. It's fucking huge. It was, yeah. And also, I will just say, two Oscar nominees have come from that OG cast. Yeah. I mean, they're doing phenomenally. They're doing phenomenally. And I'm, hey, I'm happy for them. Guys, <laughs> good for them. Good, on our great. Account. Well done, guys. Good job. <laughs> But yeah, I remember that we. Um, I went to the open audition and it was. And it's in Bristol. It was in Bristol, and it was lovely because it was then that I decided that I wanted to go to Bristol. Yeah. So I like walked around. And I was like, oh, this is the nicest city ever. Mm. So and um, and yeah, I went in. And again, I think I lied about. I 
probably lied about something, like, as in to get there. I was like, oh, I'm, like, meeting friends there. And my mum had to drop me off and being like, no, you're not. And I was, like, <laughs> in the queue on my own. It was so embarrassing. And I remember just, like, I remember also it being so embarrassing because they were, like, filming. Yeah. Because it was in 2010. It was for the last generation. And I remember they were, like, <laughs> going... <laughs> They were like going down, like showing how many people had turned up. Oh yeah, up. I love doing and that. And so they were filming it. I remember just being like so aware that I actually wasn't with a friendship group. And so I remember just like as the cameras were coming down, just like sort of like going <laughs> closer to a group. And doing the most embarrassing thing I did. I was like, I couldn't have been further away from the skins dynamic. And that, like nobody offered me drugs until I was like twenty four. Like they just, I have the energy of a narc. And. um I was like, okay, the skins, the skins kids are, they're edgy. They're so edgy. So I um, tied a neckerchief around my neck. Like my <laughs> grandfather's old hanky. Like, and I tied, and now it's in style. Yeah. But then it was not. And I, I took it on and off about 12 times throughout being in the queue. It was um, like wearing a hat. Yeah. Oh, like when yeah. you go wearing a hat, you're like, oh, fuck, if I, like, I, should I take it off, take it off. That is in, like, like the mini skirt. Then we're going like, that's not very you. I'm like, that is it's, it's so hard it's to try, to try something worst. new. And I applaud it. <laughs> I really do. If you decide that you want to suddenly be someone that, I'm trying to think of an example. What's, what, well, like, yeah, I think hats is a great example. If you decide that you want to wear hats, as long as they aren't the like pumpkin picking hats, do you know what I mean? Like the, um, that, that yeah, they're like wide. I'm, I'm not totally on <laughs> board with that. But in general, you're like, oh, okay, I need to go burn all my things. But um, go for it. Go for it. Absolutely go for this it. This is the lesson thing, right? And if people, like, point I always remember, oh, God, it was like, we, it happened at drama school a lot, you know, in the first time drama school when everyone has no fucking idea. And then there was a very, like, specific style in that era of like workman boots and like, oh, yeah. jeans and like, yeah. like a nice like denim shirt oh absolutely yes God. yeah and i remember a guy in my year came back from christmas oh God, it hurts my heart and clearly he got like everything for christmas yeah. and came wearing all oh like crisp but like the folds were still in it and i remember i remember walking up the corridor and someone shouting him don't wear all your christmas presents on the first day <laughs> oh my like, god that would have oh. ruined me oh. that would have absolutely ruined me it's like just get till lunchtime you can take off the boots and pretend that you left them there. oh my god honestly that poor boy <laughs> I, I, I remember yeah i i can imagine <gasps> it was horrendous yeah. but I, I went to i went to open calls on my own all the time yeah but did you, did you pretend to be part of groups I think I've made friends. Okay, I'm actually still friends on Facebook with some of the people I was in the queue with. Bet you fucking are. Every single one of them has babies. <laughs> like, like everyone that's so jealous. Yeah, and every single I message every every so often, being like, I don't know, I'm doing the damn thing, and they're like, we have families. And I'm like, I'm doing the damn thing, and they're like, okay. Amazing, amazing I, but we, we both got recalled. I remember going in. No, you don't need to skim over that. We both got recalled. <laughs> I'll say it. I, I ran away from school to do it. Did you? Oh, that's, so, that's very skins. Very skins. I would not have done that. But I, I ran away from school to do it. 
got recalled. But also, I remember in that year, I remember thinking I was so fucking edgy. Mainly because our GCSE play, yeah. our drama school GCSE play, bearing in mind, I went to an all-girls boarding school. Yeah. was a play called Junk, which was about a group of teens who take heroin in Bristol. I have the most time for the topics of GCSE drama pieces. Ours was about, like... Like Auschwitz. It was, it's so bad. It's so bad. But I think it was just this really terrible thing where it was basically just like, we need to talk about the, the, the most serious thing ever. And it was so bad. It was like about the, like, oh, it was honestly looking back, but then like making it physical theatre with like children that had no connection to no, it. No. It was wild. Like black blocks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, being like, we get it. Yeah. Oh, oh my god! It was uh, in the in the scene where I went cold turkey. I threw up a can of Heinz vegetable soup, uh, and we did this thing where we brought um okay, well. boy. <laughs> oh shit! Wow. Okay, that sounds. Yeah. It was there, there were holes in our jumpers, <laughs> <laughs> just to show how desperate we were. <laughs> we we had holes in our school uniform jumpers. We weren't really like we wore it around school just so we could really get into that yeah. character of being, you know, hard up. Yeah. But we had these white ribbons inside our jumpers that we then pulled. I honestly I love it so much. <laughs> As we were going oh my god. I remember my mum being sat there being like <laughs> <laughs> Huh <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, honestly it's so funny. We did we did air we did honestly and I like yeah, I did it to A level as well, and again, it was just so inappropriate what we talked about. We were just—it was basically just like trying to get, yeah, the darkest thing. Yeah, what's the saddest thing? We had we had like a bunch of just like yeah, very like posh students like doing mime graffiti, <laughs> and then it was—I like, don't think I've ever felt less <laughs> urban than I was when when I was miming graffiti in my like um, GCSE production. <laughs> And then doing, and then another classic is when you're all speaking at the same time and it's getting louder and louder, oh and then you all say at the same time, but you weren't there! Stunning. <laughs> Absolutely stunning. Stop! Yeah. Plosive. <laughs> some, some pretty plosive stuff. Yeah. We also straight up lied about, what is the, oh my god, what is the word for when you say everything comes from like interviews or transcripts? Oh, verbatim. The, we just lied. <laughs> This is a verbatim play, and we're like, this what would be for No, not for that. Was that was like a short project that we did, but we did another one that was like interviews with people. I can't remember exactly what it was about, oh. but we had decided that they weren't giving us enough, <laughs> and so we just, I just like wrote like a full script, and we we're like, it's a verbatim play. <laughs> it's just so bad, and we're like, they're not going to check. <laughs> Yeah, but, yeah, but <laughs> don't trust don't trust the word I say. <laughs> These things are so well, in fact it's them so serious. Oh my god. So serious. Yeah. I remember and like 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 getting my tears out in my like in where we did all, all our GCSE stuff, which was in the drama room at school. Sure. With blue carpeted with dark walls with quotes painted on it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I remember standing there doing our country's good and crying. <laughs> And being like, 
But that was, I think that was basically the thing. If, if you cried, you were going to act. At that point, that was just like... Easy. Truly, truly yeah. it. Like, extraordinary. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember, like, one person, like, cried in that plane. Everyone was like, well, they're going to be, they're going to be a star. And you were like, for fuck's sake. Yeah, I was like... I didn't have a crying scene. Yeah, I was like, I could have. And when I was, like, moving that prom, <laughs> I could have brought a lot more. So, after this... After this point of this strange thing which i just love as a moment because like i've said it does represent so many things of how like and it has to be like tangible evidence of life changing mm. you can't just like make a switch in your mind and yeah. go today is the first thing like, exactly. like, that has to be like it has to be like a marker that in photos i can tell that's when everything changed yeah there's yeah. the before and there's the after mm-hmm. and it came with the highlights yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> it, it's such a it's such a big it's such a big thing and i think it it resonates with so many people. But after that, I mean, your career has been like amazing over the last few years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so difficult to answer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was what was the real turning point for you, do you think? Um I think it was I guess it was it was just um deciding to do my own videos and stuff mm. like that. I think was I was that a lockdown thing? No, it was actually just it was before lockdown. Was before always, it was I'm always very keen to say yeah, because I don't I don't want to be connected to <laughs> only to an incredibly traumatic time. <laughs> and so it was a traumatic time personally, but yeah. like in the larger world, much like when you were on crutches, <laughs> it kind of took the world over. And, um, yes, yeah, so I was, I, I, yeah, I just, like, had been dropped by an agent. Oh, God, yeah. I didn't really know. I was, like, temping in a place that I didn't love. Yeah. And I just really had, like, and I knew nobody that did it really. I had my friends that were, like, trying to do it at the same time. Mm. But I didn't, I didn't really, yeah, I didn't really know anyone that did it. And then I was like, okay, well, I've always loved writing. Mm. Um, and I kind of, like, weirdly had, like, put that on the, the back burner of being like oh we'll do that very separately and I didn't mm. really think of it mm. combining the two together and I was like I will do videos online and then that will be like a nice creative outlet mm. and maybe it's something that I can show when I like email yeah for like representation or something like that that's yeah. kind of the, genuinely the extent to which I thought of it as and then I love doing it and I think I got better at doing it and then over lockdown I think yeah just I think like one video got much more views mm. and then from that I guess I could then do more videos and more people would see them and and it just kind of worked like that and mm. from those videos mm. I got um I started working with amazing production companies for writing long form and I got an agent and it just yeah it was it was very very nice I think like it is so important that we discuss these things as well because often we don't see what goes on behind the scenes of the like struggle that it really takes and like the fact that this amazing thing came out of you being dropped which as an actor if you're dropped by your agents fucking yeah, devastating yeah. it's gutting it's literally going oh the people who are supposed to believe in me do not do, yeah, believe do not <laughs> yeah 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 totally. <laughs> not while they're <clears throat> and it's so difficult and then to sort of alchemize that into something really amazing is like it's just brilliant and knowing your own work and your own talent and even when it's fucking difficult to do yeah it's like oh no i'm gonna put it in and that i mean i think the one that your most famous war, I mean, not quite my illness, but the, the mummy character. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, honestly, guys, I'm going to link it down, but it 
it's like I was so excited about the video mainly because though those videos have passed around our family WhatsApp group. Oh, I'm so glad. I love it when I hear the because I never like get any context to that. So obviously, all I see is like the people that have liked it or commented to it. Mm. But when I when I hear that it's been like in WhatsApp groups, it feels so oh, nice because oh they're like, oh great. I showed I showed my brother because I've started writing started writing poetry because you know tortured. Amazing. Tortured I wish. I wish I. I still don't fully understand poetry. I studied English. I'm still don't totally understand it, but I'm passionate about mm. learning about it. Yeah, no, I I think I peaked when I was 11 when I wrote a poem about World War One. Okay, that I made my history teacher. Um, cry. <laughs> I was good as lied, so she did, but it, I think she was very touched. Very moved. Yeah, yeah maybe she wouldn't cry. Maybe it she was, would have done. It was oh, and I really peaked at poetry. Yeah, I think I once did an acrostic about a butterfly that was framed but not by my family by the school <laughs> sorry to absolutely <laughs> shit on your story but, um... but i was talking to my brother about poetry he loves poetry we were talking about poetry and then it reminded me of the video that you did um Going the member of Queer Eye who was fired for being too harsh <laughs> and going it's like a short rhyming story <laughs> <laughs> doesn't have to write. <laughs> doesn't have to write. Doesn't have to write. I'm, I'm, um, two members of the Queer Eye cast saw that video and it. <laughs> I know it was. It was. Which cute. was it? It was, was no. It wasn't Tan. It was Bobby. <laughs> who, you know the the workhorse, and I think it was also Caramo. I obviously wanted Anthony to be like, "You wait, you're actually so fit." Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. then him like be like. This might sound random, but I'd love you to, to, to come out and present me. I yeah. No, but no more than more than a side of that. I want a open invitation to yeah, yeah, yeah. marriage. I <laughs> Commented underneath. Yeah, 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 yeah. So people can see. Yeah. Otherwise they're like, how are you lying again? Oh, how do you know this? Did they comment on it? Because they commented on it. Yeah. Fucking hell. So I can only but assume that they saw it. Or they like skip through it and they're like, oh, it us. Oh my god, I don't know what I do. Yeah, it was it was powerful. It was <laughs> yeah, it was powerful. <laughs> but I can't help but think because they have a um, they have to have a critical eye doing what they do yeah. I can't help but thinking they're like you, sh you shouldn't wear that colour but actually saying that I remember the jumper that I'm wearing I love that jumper it's striking yeah they wouldn't they wouldn't have said that <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't possibly have they it's my housemate's jumper it's really nice yeah and Ro if you listen to this I would love to <laughs> <laughs> inherit it for time Oh my god. Okay. Um, so at this point in the podcast, was we have discussed everything. We sort of talk about these weird bits of ourselves that are so funny and weird. But um, what are the things about you as a person that you genuinely like really cherish and love and think are fucking brilliant? Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Um, hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of the phrase. <laughs> How do I phrase fit in a way that's <laughs> approachable? I, I, um, I, okay, I like that I can um, experience joy very readily. I love that. As in, so I, I can get very quickly and easily excited by things when I'm like on my own or with people. Mm. And I really think that's very lucky because I know that that doesn't happen for mm. some people. Mm. And so that's really, really nice. If there's like a sunny day and I'm like in London by myself, um, listening to some funky music, <laughs> and maybe I've got an, a not that white in my hand. Mm, I don't know. I see it, yeah. um, then I scarf. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's my favorite. Cold and sunny, mm. stunning. Long coat. Yeah, amazing. And then um, 
And so, and I, so I love that I can experience joy privately. Because that sounds like masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> As I was saying, I was like, I love that I can experience joy privately. And not be ashamed. <laughs> not, and hey, listen, not be ashamed. Because um, sexual prowess? Festivity? Oh, no. Yeah, I was like, I love that I'm sex pussy. Um, and I like might not be addicted to it. It's yeah, imagine if you had to like <laughs> stop me from like <laughs> listening to my things at home. So sorry, <laughs> it's nighttime now. And <laughs> uh, no, so I think that, and um, I, I don't know. I like that I've um, cultivated the people around me that I have. I oh, like that's them. really lovely one. That's really really great, and I think so special and important because I know that. Um, I have in the past and many people have just gone like oh I'll have everyone around me because I just like I need it and I need yeah. the thing and then actually when when you are when, when your relationships are cherished yeah. and you have this kind of like to and fro between yeah. it's really really good I will also say beggars can't be choosers <laughs> got what I've got and I'll stick with it yes. no but what, what are yours? what about myself? yeah oh my god no one's ever asked that oh hey <laughs> or maybe they have I don't know I don't think anyone has ever asked that do you, um, do you have them readily available or not? Not really. I think like I'm. I'm really proud of how brave I am. Yes. I'm a very brave individual, um, which I think is which I, is my. I like. I, I always said the greatest compliment I can give anyone. I think is being slightly fearless. Yeah. Oh my god. Or like. Um. Or like. Ten, ten, tenacity. Like yeah. Tenacity. Yeah. And just being, but like this. This thing, being for this, and I think you have it as well, that it comes without vanity when, like, you kind of just, like, do it. I know, it kind of feels, I think the fearless thing is an undercurrent thing rather yeah. than the thing on top. And I yeah. totally, yeah, I know, I, I know what you mean. I yeah. know what you mean. That, I, I think, and I have, I think I have some of that, which is really, which I really, really appreciate about myself. I think, like, I'm really, I'm really proud that I've turned what was the worst thing that ever happened to me into something, into a, thing that is really that's really helping people yeah like really positive like that is so, totally that is and that takes so much will and hard work to change that like as in it doesn't just like sort of be like oh, that's that's good and also i just i think i'm, I'm really nice i'm a really very yeah. kind person and also you know i'm just really pretty yeah, but as in it's all leading up to the fact that she's never dyed her hair <laughs> And it's all burn. I've never dyed my hair. <laughs> I've never, truly never dyed my hair. Um, also, you're very good at making people at ease. Like, in, I think podcasts like this, when you come on, can be quite, like, I don't know, stressful. Mm. So that's very nice. Ah, I'm like, oh. Oh, thank you so much, thank you so much, I get it, though. Jamie's very good at that as well. I like to think I'm... A family trait. <laughs> I said <feel> better. <laughs> I'm much better. Oh, Oofed. Um, <clears throat> is there anything uh, that you are currently working on, or anything that you want to talk about? Very chicly, all stuff I can't say. <laughs> I, I love, love it. it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh my god, it's my favourite answer. Um, but I, I, I guess one thing that was announced that will be coming out soon-ish is um, Smothered, which is a very funny TV show on Sky, <gasps> written by. That. So it's good. about the the the, the, the guy who has the daughter. Yes, yes, yeah, oh yeah. God, it's so it's good. So good. And my like my one of my very good friends, Danielle, is the main part in it. She's, oh, 
unbelievable. It's such a brilliant script. It's so good. Yeah. And also, um, yeah, so Monica Heise, who wrote it in her book, Really Good Actually, which is out at the moment. Which I've heard is really, I heard it's really it. good, actually. I it's really good, actually. She must, it must make her ears bleed now that she hears that. Yeah. But that's what you get for naming a book that. I'm sorry, Monica. Sorry, you made your bed. Sorry, Monica. Um, <laughs> but, and which is, yeah, also brilliant. But, mm. um, and, my, and then, um, I guess, watch this space. <laughs> Yes, that's going to be my last. Mm, just like, stay tuned. Stay tuned, because it's about to pop off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so, so much for coming. Thank you for being here. Thank you for just filling my afternoon with complete joy and laughter. This has been absolutely amazing. And it's guys, been so lovely. Thank you so much for having me. And I will link Harry's Instagram down below and all of that. And maybe a link to the Netflix film The Bubble, which... I thoroughly enjoyed. Sure. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> That's what um, Danielle. We were both in that, so she, you can you can see both of us. Both of you. It's Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's happened. We've been waiting for it. <laughs> it's it's the collab everyone's been asking for. You asked. You did Yes. Sorry. Sorry about it. <laughs> Thank you so so much. Thank you. Thank you. Yay! Join me next week with my guest comedian Jack Barry. If you or anyone you know is struggling or needs help with the issues discussed on Why Do You Think You've Got No Friends, please visit the podcast bio where you will find contact numbers with people readily available to give support. Please get in touch with your stories at either contact at whydoyouthink.com or on Instagram at emily underscore lang underscore uk. To have your story or your thank you letter read on the podcast, please put survivor story or thank you letter either at the top or in the subject line. We really want to hear from you. We don't care if it's a catastrophe story or a small win from your week, your favorite place, person or thing. We are here for all of it. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and I'll talk to you soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.